There is a fan in the MLS And Christian Ogg is his name And he took a flight in a hotel for a night Just to watch the Whitecaps away game But now he is a hero It's uh, 15 past the hour. This is Podcaps, the only Whitecaps podcast in existence. This is episode number 10. I am here alone. My name is Chris James. I am uh, hosting alone today, seeing what I can do on my own. And uh, John's not here. He's out on tour. We are going to phone him. We're going to talk to him. He's going to be our guest later on, talk to him a little bit about his tour, a little bit about the match. And uh, let's see what I can do alone. I mean, I don't think it'll be a problem. I don't have any problem talking. It's not going to get awkward. Or, or, because I I will always keep it flowing. And, uh, you know, that's the kind of stuff that I'm able to do because I am a professional broadcaster. Uh, I have the cat, and oh, there, she's just knocked over her bag of food, and uh, she's going to now note that she can now uh, put her face in and eat it, so I'm going to have to deal with that right now, Uh, but let's talk a little bit about the match, ladies and gentlemen, fantastic match, another away victory for the boys, Uh, and yeah, let's start from the beginning, the starting lineup, brought to you by Save On Foods Overweighty. Okay, so your starting lineup uh, for this match on Friday night, same starting lineup, three matches in a row now. Can you imagine? In fact, I think it's somebody was tweeting out that's the only the second time, second or third time maybe in the history of the Whitecaps that that's happened, which is an astonishing statistic. You know, you you, you want to try to find some cohesion with your team, and uh, obviously, you know, injuries, cards, those become a problem sometimes. But the idea that you can't put up the same lineup three matches in a row, or that you haven't, is is it has to be seen as a problem, because uh, you know you want players linking up and and having an understanding of each other on the field, and 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 yeah, that only happens if they get to play together, and it seems like it's worked out. It seems like. It's worked out well for them. Another victory, obviously, 1-0, a classic away victory. You know, we sat back for much of the match, absorbed a lot of pressure. Um, We we sort of seemed to have a game plan that we were going to let them hit shots from distance, and, and they seemed willing to try that. And it didn't work out well for them. They 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 shot poorly, uh, only a couple shots on target. Uh, anyways, let's go through the lineup though. Uh, as I stated, you know this is brought to you by Overweighty Save on Foods, your only place for uh, affordable groceries uh, in the Lower Mainland. <sighs> okay, so David Usted, aka David Osted, if John Cullen were here, but he's not, so we can just say Usted. Um, he started, as he always does, and uh, had a decent game, wasn't tested too often. He made the one um, the one save that was referred to as the save of the week. The Whitecaps tweeted it out and said, was this the save of the week? Which I thought was odd, because I didn't even think it was necessarily a save. I mean, I mean, I don't know. I watched the replay again, and it, it, was, it was very acrobatic, and it was very athletic uh, to punch the ball off of his line. But I don't think it was going in, and I think for something to be a save, I think it needs to be going in in the net. I don't know. I'm not a 
maybe I'm just splitting hairs. Anyways, um, that, that was his main test uh, in the evening. And if you do hear that, that is my cat. And uh, I tried locking her in the bathroom, which I will probably try again. Um, but she doesn't like that. Uh, so if you hear something in the background, that is my cat. And she's very, she's very poorly behaved, even by cat standards. Um, so anyways, uh, okay, so uh, yeah, let's go over that play, though. Uh, that led to that save, um, as we discuss our, our next starter, the left back, Jordan Harvey Caldwell. Uh, he had, a, I suppose, a decent game, um, other than that real blunder. Uh, he was severely out of position on a cross that came over the top in the second half, uh, and it fell to the player that he was meant to be marking at the back post. Uh, he did recover. He did recover, and he was able to uh, toe-poke the ball uh, nearly into his own net, but not into his own net, to his credit. And if he didn't toe-poke that, uh, then I think it was surely a goal. Uh, I think there was somebody, the, I think the guy would have scored for sure. So I think he has to recover there, and he does fairly well to recover. Toe-pokes it onto the post, and then Usted punches it away. Uh, Waston clears. So almost a calamity at the back, but, uh, but avoided. Um, just one second here. Hang on. This cat is uh, very cute, but uh, does not understand the intricacies of audio recording, as you can hear. Okay, so moving on to Kendall Waston. That's, uh, that's the next starter. He's our captain and played fantastic, as he's been playing fantastic in, in most matches lately. He's really turned uh, from... Uh, the start of the season, uh, and obviously last season had a struggle, but uh, he's looked fantastic in the last few matches and uh, rewarded with a clean sheet. Uh, and then Parker, his uh, his defensive partner, I mean, he had a better match. That's, that's uh, I can't, I, I can't be, I'm, I'm continually more and more wrong about this, this fella, Tim Parker, and, and I love it. I love being wrong because he's really developing into a top defender and, and even moving the ball now, which was the only hole that I saw in his, in his, his game and, and the only part that, I, that really frustrated me. And I don't see him doing that same uh, uh, thing that he did before, which was to just lash the ball out uh, with no pressure on him. Um, you know, for a throw. Waston will do it every now and then, but honestly, Parker looks a lot more calm and and, uh, and composed back there. Oh, I, I should mention, um, I know if you're watching the match, uh, something that would have stuck out to you as a fan was one particular play. Uh, I forget, it was a, a pacey winger, a ball over the top, and uh, Waston looked to be in trouble when the ball got played over the top the the guy little guy he had a, he had a step on Waston I thought this is trouble I thought he could be in clean on a breakaway and and Waston not only recovered but it glided past him with such impressive pace it was really something to watch I thought for a second he pulled up I thought he pulled up with an injury maybe because that's how easily uh, Waston was able to overcome him um, and, and and take the ball, and it was really impressive to see that sort of athleticism, and uh, yeah, I think we, we, we have a very strong defense, um, including the next defender, Shane and Williams, who had another wonderful match, a highly rated match, he certainly seems to be the answer at right back, and uh, yeah, the answer uh, to, uh, to that hole that Stephen Betashore filled, 
uh, and and I'm I think he's he's going to be there for at least a couple of seasons, and and I really like him back there. Uh, inventive with his balls moving forward as well. Uh, you know, loves to play those long balls, and and is effective in playing them. Unlike Parker and Waston, um, you know, he can pick people out across the field. And uh, I encourage him to continue doing that if he's listening. Uh, I'm just kidding, everybody. That's a little humor. I know he's not listening. Um, okay, so let's move it on. And, uh, oh, by the way, we should mention um, that uh, the broadcast, they have, I think his name's Terry Dunfield. I believe at some point he made reference to, uh, John picked this up. He said that, he, he, called, he said that uh, Jordi Reyna was from Peruvia. <sighs> Anyways, um, Terry Dunfield, I think they should they should actually call him Terry Dunsfield. I just thought of that right now. Um, mean but apt and appropriate because I don't think he's super smart. I, I wouldn't mind, honestly, if they moved over the, the broadcasting of Sportsnet. What a wonderful company, Sportsnet. Rogers Sportsnet. Anyways. Um, okay, so the midfield, same midfield. Uh, you got Laba sitting back, had a great game. Uh, you know, that's his role. That's where he likes to be. Uh, he tackled well, moved the ball. Um, above him, you have Jacobson and Chaney. Chaney struggled again, um, played a little bit better, uh, looked to, to get involved and, and to be finding his, his feet a little bit, uh, but but still, you know, didn't have a great match and, and, and I think could be the only person that has a chance to lose his place in the lineup um, as a result of uh, of of his play. I think everyone else played well enough to, to certainly secure their lineup for the next match, but there's a chance that, that he sees his spot filled by someone like Mesquita, uh, depending on the uh, tactics that Robo wants to play. Um, Jacobson played well, not as well as he did last game, didn't get forward, didn't score, didn't assist on anything, but played well. Uh, he's, a, he's a great uh, mid-level uh, veteran of the MLS who will who will play minutes for you, who will be effective, and who doesn't make a lot of mistakes, and uh, yeah, he showed us now that he's got a, a goal in him possibly. So, so I, I I like his inclusion at the beginning of the year. I probably wouldn't have included him in the in the starting eleven, but uh, he's 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 making it difficult to uh, he's playing well enough that he's making it difficult for for Robinson to take him out of the lineup. You know, he's playing well enough to to keep his spot. I think. Um, okay, so out wide, uh, we have Bolaños, Tachera. Tachera started off fantastic. Same thing, taking the ball out wide, finding space, cutting it back, and, and delivering fantastic balls with his left foot uh, into the box. Really, really good crosser of the ball, and, and he's really enjoying that right side. At some point, they they switched flanks, uh, Bolaños and Tachera, which I was surprised by. They did a couple of times, the 20th minute, I think even 35th minute, they did it again for a prolonged period of time, and I was surprised by that because it, it seems clear that uh, Tachera is, is favors that right wing and is more effective out there. Uh, I think it might have had something to do with maybe trying to get Bolaños more involved, who didn't have... Uh, quite as good of a game. He he looked a little tired, maybe a little disconnected, at times. And uh, but he's a he's a fantastic player, a world class player. And when you're a world class player, even your your uh, your matches that that even your worst matches are 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 serviceable. And uh, and he's not someone who's looking to take people on all the time. He's just someone who distributes the ball. And so, uh, you know, you didn't really notice him out there, I would say. You know, a couple of mistakes, a couple of decent balls, uh, just a decent match. 
Um, okay, other than that, uh, who else? oh, we have Freddie Montero, obviously, uh, my favorite player on the team. Uh, didn't get involved. Uh, definitely one of his uh, least involved matches. I still think that's an issue. He's up on, uh, uh, he's up on an island. We said it before, but it's a problem. He looks like he's getting a bit frustrated. You know, he's happy to get three points and to win, but uh, you know, he's somebody that wants to be involved in the play. And, uh, you know, when he gets the ball, he doesn't seem to have a whole lot of support. He seems isolated, and he seems to be playing a role that doesn't really suit him as a striker. And I think that uh, we're looking to add personnel, possibly. Maybe not anymore, but I think that was the idea, that there would be uh, an addition of personnel that could change his role. Um, but anyways, that's... Uh, that's, I guess, for next week. Oh, the cat's sleeping now. That's fantastic. Uh, anyways, uh, that uh, that lineup brought to you by Save on Foods Over Weighty, uh, your one-stop shop for all your favorite groceries. <sighs> okay, so let's go over the subs now. Um, the match was fairly... Uh, Colorado doesn't play a fantastic brand of football, and some would argue that we don't either at times, and so it was a, a, a bit of a tough watch if you were, uh, if you, I mean, as a fan, obviously, but as a neutral, it would probably be difficult to watch this match and to really enjoy it. Um, uh, not a whole lot happening. Uh, and uh, as far as Colorado goes, in the second half, they started to... Uh, look a little bit more uh, relaxed out there and, and, and picked out some opportunities. But again, it seemed like uh, all they were doing was shooting from distance. Gashi, I think, had five shots, one on target, and it was a, a pretty easy save for Usted. Um, and, and a lot of shots that, that uh, were well wide. Uh, so the, the, I think it was our game plan to try to force them to shoot from distance. I think they have some players who can, and so they were willing to embrace that. Um, uh, but it didn't work out for them. And so it stayed nil-nil uh, right up until uh, the 80th minute when the man uh, from the breakfast club, Breck himself, uh, came on and, uh, and won the game for us. But let's go, over those, uh, let's go over those substitutions. Again, Robinson makes attacking substitutions. 64th minute, he takes off Tony Chaney, uh, and he brings on Alfonso Davies. This is a, a dead attacking sub. Uh, it's taking off a player who's not an attacking-minded uh, player and bringing on one who is exclusively an attacking-minded player. That also brings uh, Bolaños into the middle, uh, changes up um, you know, uh, his role, and, uh, and gives you pace out wide, someone to run at the defenders, Eric Hurtado style, and, uh, and that's exactly what he did. He, he was effective, he did well, he, he played well, he uh, did, did what they asked, and uh, although didn't get involved in any, in any goals, I think it was a good showing for him. In the 69th minute, uh, Breck Shea comes on. Uh, who does Breck Shea come on for? Uh, somebody out wide, Tachera. He comes on for Tachera, Christian Tachera, and, uh, and he's obviously a big difference maker. But another difference maker was the other sub who came on for Bolaños, who moved into the center, and that was uh, Nico Mesquita. Came on, I believe, in the 78th minute, possibly. Uh, I could be wrong about that. It could have been earlier. But it was involved in the goal. Davies clears it. Uh, Mesquita takes it um, in his own half and plays a perfect weighted ball over the top on the counterattack to Breck, who gallops his long legs, 
uh, in on uh, Tim Howard and, uh, yeah, scores uh, through his legs, plays it through his legs, waits for him to come. Beautiful finish, very calm finish in his first game back. Super exciting for our, us for the Breakfast Club. Uh, you know, we have a supporters club for Breck. We were excited to see him even on the bench and excited to see him even subbed into the match and then just ecstatic when he scored the winner. Uh, hopefully more of that to come. Uh, oh, speaking of Tim Howard, we should mention that he uh, was in his first match back after receiving a three-match ban for uh, abu- verbally abusing a fan. Can you imagine that? Isn't that amazing? So we're thinking that we're going to go to uh, the the Colorado match at BC Place, and we're going to get some type of a sign alluding to his inability to control his emotions, and we're going to try to get him uh, suspended again. We're not going to say anything terrible. We're not going to do anything ridiculous like that, but we are going to try to push this man's buttons because he, he, he clearly is not in control of himself. Uh, you know, that makes me laugh that he, a fan got under his skin. Can you imagine if you were that fan? I mean, that's high, high level stuff as far as heckling goes. I mean, that's a badge of honor, a, a, a shithead badge of honor. For a real shithead. Um, but yeah, that was the match. Uh, another away victory. That's two in a row. Uh, we're playing uh, out at Houston on Friday. Uh, there was an away supporter section, as you heard in the intro. Uh, we alluded to that. Uh, Christian Ogg, uh, who we're hoping to have on the show, he was in attendance. Uh, the lone supporter for the Whitecaps in the corner with a Canada flag, cheering hard. Uh, when Breck scored, uh, and we understand from some articles and from speaking to Christian that he will be actually uh, attending the Houston match as well on Friday night. So after that, we would love to to chat with him. We hope to get him on the on the podcast. He's an absolute legend. That's the truth. Anyone who travels and goes to that extent to support the club is a legend in our mind. Lifetime non-band for Christian. And uh, let's wrap it up by uh, having on a special guest, uh, a stand-up comedian. Uh, we'll, we'll get him on the phone line, talk to him a little bit about his tour. Uh, he is a Whitecaps enthusiast, hosts a Whitecaps podcast called Podcaps. He is John Cullen. Let's go ahead and get him on the line. Okay, so we actually have a guest on the line, ladies and gentlemen. This is very exciting, professional podcast. Uh, our first guest, uh, touring stand-up comedian, out on the road right now uh, in support of his first stand-up comedy album, most likely to be a comedian. We have stand-up comedian John Cullen. John, how are you? Um, I'm good. Sorry, when you said guest, like you meant you meant host. Yes, that's right. Guest uh, guest. Uh, or host, same sort of thing. Oh, you know, the cat. I can hear the cat right now. I've, I've tried to put her in the bathroom, but I can hear her meowsing. She does not like to be in there, and I'm going to have to deal with it. Okay, John, um, talk a little bit about the album. Uh, where can where can we find it? On iTunes, all those good things? Um, yeah, so, okay, this is a bit of a weird way to start. But anyway, okay, yeah, so my album did come out on Friday, and like you said, it's called Most Likely to Be a Comedian, and uh, came out on Comedy Records, and uh, yeah, it went to uh, number one on the iTunes charts, which is pretty cool, and uh, yeah, you can get it anywhere, Pandora, Spotify, Google Play, Amazon Prime, anywhere you stream music, basically, you can get it from. (laughs) Fantastic, John, and I was sitting here the whole time, I did not get up, oh, that's the cat, sorry, she's... 
the cat's out of the bag, John. <laughs> the cat's out of the bathroom um, is a better way to put it. Uh, you never know what's going to happen on these shows, though. Anyways, you know how it is. Uh, so uh, where are you right now uh, performing? What's, are you, like, putting on, like, a like an accent or something like what are you doing over there man like <laughs> no john uh where are you performing here today uh where, where are you out there at the yuck yucks um yeah so i'm i'm on tour in support of the album like you said uh i'm in new brunswick right now i just wrapped up a weekend of shows at, uh, at yuck yuck st john and then uh this weekend i'll be at yuck yucks in halifax nova scotia and then i come home and i'm Doing two weeks of uh, shows. I'm uh, doing a couple shows at Yuck Yucks Vancouver the week next weekend, May 18th to 20th, and then wrapping up a tour in Victoria the last weekend of the month. Well, that is fantastic. And where can people check you out online there, John? They can see, obviously, the album on iTunes, Spotify, all that stuff that you said, all that fun stuff. Uh, but where can people find you? Uh, you have a website, Colin the Comedian. Is that the website? Uh, it's colinthecomic.com. Colinthecomic.com. Do not put Colin the Comedian. You will not get to his website, ladies and gentlemen, but do check him out. And, uh, John, this is actually a, a, a Whitecaps podcast that we're doing here, uh, soccer, and I understand you're a bit of a fan. Uh, what would you think of the uh, away victory on Friday night? Hey, you know that I'm a, a fan of the team. Like, I co-host this show that is about the Whitecaps with you. Like, That's you fantastic. So you, you're you saying you yourself co-host a podcast about the Whitecaps. That's fantastic, John. So what would you think of the match? Yeah, no, I, I co-host this podcast that I'm currently calling into. Like, do you not want to, like, start with the lineup and do, like, kind of the way we normally do an episode? Uh, well, I'll be honest, John. I've already done the episode. This is just a, the end part, the guest segment. And because you're out of town, we thought you'd fill in and do the guest segment. I've already done the, the lineup and everything and gone through everything. So just maybe okay, some comments on the match. Okay, wait. What do you mean you did the episode already? You said you were calling me and then we were going to do the episode. Like, yes. Uh, like we've done before when I'm on tour, I call in, we do the episodes like an hour, no big deal. Like this sounds like you're trying to like get me off the phone kind of like right away. Well, we didn't do need to keep it short because I've already done a fairly decent sized episode on my own. John, you have to understand that with the Sportsnet uh, 590, whatever, um, Sportsnet's new radio station that, that's coming out in, in Vancouver. Uh, we need to think about the future. And uh, so, you know, I saw this as an opportunity to put together an audition tape and show them what I can do. Yeah, but I mean, like, we talked about that. We talked about it on the show. We talked about it off the air about how we're going to pitch podcasts as a show to them, like yes. our show. Yeah, but I thought to myself, you know, these people, uh, they're looking for, to see what I can do by myself is what I'm hoping that they say. Um, so anyways, we'll, we'll see. I mean, they're going to hear this part, John. <laughs> so I don't know if you want to, I mean, you're not really doing a cool radio voice. I'm not really sure why, but, uh, anyways, um, comments on the match. I'm just, I'm conf- okay. Um, well, I'm confused. Uh, anyway, uh, the match was, do you want, do you, so you want me to start doing a radio voice right now? I'm very lost here. Well, don't you. Don't do one in, unless you got it in you, John. And only some of us do. <laughs> but uh, but no, so we were obviously excited. We're part of the Breakfast Club, and we were very excited uh, that our main man, Breck Shea, scored the decisive goal. Uh, how did you feel when, when he came on and when he potted that winner? Uh, well, I thought the game overall was, was, was pretty good. Um, I thought the first half was lacking a little bit in quality, but I think the, uh, the second half, 
Uh, starting to get a little better. Colorado actually got, got stuck in for a while at the start of the second half, and then it was kind of nice to see, again, Robbo making some attacking changes. That was yeah. pretty nice to see. Yes, I did uh, I did already discuss that. <laughs> okay, well, uh, I'm the guest, I guess, on this show, so normally like you just kind of let the guests talk about what they, yeah. they want to, you know. But I, I mean, and mainly we want to get across that John Cullen is a is a touring stand-up comedian, and he's out on tour supporting his uh, album. Okay, cat, get the get off, get. Sorry, um, and he is out here is supporting uh, his his comedy album. Most likely to be a comedian. Um, uh, most likely to be a comedy album. Is that? Most likely to be a comedian is, is correct. It is a comedy album. Yes. Oh, fantastic. Well, definitely go check that out. And I mean that. John is a hilarious stand-up comedian. His album is, is hilarious. I haven't listened to the album, but I've heard him tell the jokes live, and they are, are wonderful. And, and I can imagine in album form that they're, they're just as good. So uh, do buy that album. John, thank you so much for stopping by on the show. Uh, very, very nice to speak with you. Sorry? Well, we just... Sorry, I'm just looking at my phone clock here. It says eight, eight minutes. Normally our episodes are like an hour. Yeah, well, I already discussed I, it, John. I, yeah, but I didn't even talk about the caps like you did. I didn't even. Well, I tried to give you an opportunity, John, and and you kept getting bogged bogged down with uh, with all of these details. So I tried to give you an opportunity. I asked you how you felt about when Breck scored the ma- uh, the match winner, um, and that's really all we have time for today. <laughs> okay, I, I'm a, so you're just releasing an episode, and it's just you talking of our show. Okay, so did you have anything else you wanted to say about the show, or I mean about the uh, match? <laughs> um, well, I guess not now. All right, well, thank you so much, John, and uh, we look forward to you possibly coming in uh, to be a guest in studio next week. That would be wonderful. Okay, by guest you mean co-host, because yeah. I am the co-host of this show. Hey, usted usted, my friend. <laughs> uh, okay, um, I guess. All right, see you later, John. Uh, Everybody say bye to John and pick up his album. There is a fan in the MLS And Christian Ogg is his name And he took a flight and a hotel for a night Just to watch the Whitecaps away game And now he is a hero